use your need to know Smurf and Hutch with whoever so they made the show Welcome Rugby Under 85 Competition Podcast brought to you by Smurf and Hutch This week on The Potty, Dave and I are joined by Brad Healy, the godfather of Counties 85s. We cover the growth of 85s and counties and touch on some highlights on his time in the grade. We hand out the 85s Potty Awards and then preview the first round of the Barbarians National Cup. Enjoy. All right, well, welcome back to week 12 of the pod, Auckland 85s pod. Um, didn't know if we would be back, but we are. It's great to, to have some rugby on the horizon still. Um, obviously, respective uh, provincial comps have been binned, but We've got the national 85s comp coming up. Already, the boys have already been play- had a few hitouts, and we've also got a invitational sevens uh, 85s uh, side that we can talk some more about as well. Um, but this week, we've got uh, Brad Healy on from Downing Counties. Um, some tell me he's some tell me he's the the pioneer of 85s rugby down there, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see what he's had to, has to say. Um, Smith and myself ran into him. Uh, since we've known him longer, actually, to be honest. But um, I ran into Brad last year, involved with the county's 85s team. Um, but it sounds like he's been involved a bit longer than that. But, um, yeah, welcome, fellas. How are we? Good, Dave. Cheers, mate. Yeah, no, not bad. Good good to be into some footy again, although, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a funny time. But, yeah, good to get the boys back on the paddock on the weekend. Yeah, you went far away from jumping on yourself, Smurf. Yeah, yeah, I packed the boots. Didn't pack the mouth guard. I sort of left myself 50-50. But uh, yeah, th- thankfully it didn't get um, didn't get that close. Yeah, you guys had cracker in the weekends. Sounds like you came out on top. But how how was the game? Yeah, yeah, no, it was a pretty good uh, hit out. We sort of got up early, and then um, yeah, some fairly uh, large, not under eighty five guys managed to sneak on and even it up. But yeah, it was a good hit out. And everybody on the field, which is sort of what you're looking for in a bit of a preseason hit out. Yeah, nice. And Brad, you guys had a bit of a hit out as well. You had a game, sort of game of three halves kind of set up. Who did you guys have? Yeah, yeah, we had a bit of a run against uh, Puki and, and uh, Pukkari and Waiuku. So, um, yeah, bit of the same. It was a uh, good battle, good good for the boys to get a bit of uh, bit of contact on. And it's pretty even across all three teams. So, um, yeah, just to get some footy back. It was hot too. It was way warm down south. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Good time of year for rugby, I reckon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably the best Western Springs fields felt underfoot uh, ever. Not, not, not too puggy. No, nah, not too puggy. So yeah, should be dry out there this weekend. Hopefully, I hope the squids are like that on Saturday. <laughs> All right. Well, before we just before we uh, jump in with you, Brad um, Smith, do you have any more mentioned before? There's a for those for those four teams that aren't involved in the the national comp. I understand there's a. An, a Invitational 85s team, 7s team that's getting put together? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, masterminded by uh, John Hall and, and Stevie Arnold. I think um, Invitational 85s 7s team is going to actually um, take on the 7s the at Patamahoe, I think, towards the end of next month. So that'll be, that'll be good. So um, I think they've got, yeah, sort of a bit of an open invite from, from anyone that's not playing at the moment so to get down there. I think they're training on Wednesdays at, at Colin Maiden. So Yes, yeah. You're interested and haven't been, uh, don't know much too, too much about it. Just get in touch with the, the the Instagram and we'll point you in the right direction. But yeah, bit of footy for those fellas if they're interested. If it's any incentive, I do hear that the, the pilot is playing. Is that confirmed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marquee signing. Uh, probably blew the, the salary cap on, on him. But yeah, chance to meet the pilot. Um, that's yeah. probably, probably almost get me down there on a Wednesday. Yeah, wow. Face to face. Play along, rub shoulders with royalty. 
Yeah. Um, and it's been a while since the last pod smurf, but the last pod we had a competition, Spates competition, uh, merch pack for uh, the Rusty Moment. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the Rusty Moment for on-field, on-field uh, absolute um, blowouts. Um, so there are a few nominated, but the, the one that still gets me has been the best thing I've heard all year this year is the, the bloke from Pickering and they got the runaway and then scored the try of the dead ball line. So I actually don't know his name, but uh, I think the story will be familiar with him. And um, yeah, so if he gets in touch, he's, he's won a merch pack. Yeah, was that, was that in the game against the Dets, was it? Yeah, I, don't, I can't exactly remember who it was against, um, but um, yeah, it sounds brilliant. Yeah, he probably doesn't want his name broadcast anyway, but we'll um, we'll get his merch back out to him discreetly. Very good. Well, um, that's kind of, I guess, sort of the, the upcoming stuff out of the way. But um, as I mentioned before, um, we've got Brad on tonight. He's uh, affiliated with Peter Mahoe. Um, correct me if I'm wrong there, Brad. Um, and, have been, and, have, and have been for a few years now involved in 85s in one way or another, whether that's been with the club or with the rep team. Um, but do you want to give us, I guess, a bit of a background on yourself, but also um, a bit of a background on sort of how the, the 85s comps kind of developed um, in your time? Yeah, yeah. First of all, um, thanks, boys, for, for um, inviting me on. It's um, it's really cool what you guys do here. Um, so it might be something that we might have to look into, to be honest, and uh, and invite you guys down. But um, yeah, mate, it's it's coming along really well. It's been five years now in the county scene, um, which is really it's slowly growing, like it's the fastest growing comp in counties at the moment. Um, so kind of started back five years ago, we had five teams. That, that was it, we're up to nine now, So, um, which is really cool. Um, so as far as it uh, goes up to Beachlands, would be the closest uh, up in Auckland, down to Water in the south. So um, it's come along really, really well. Um, yeah, and, and it's progressing um, with this tournament, which is really, really cool. An awesome idea too, and leads on to our rep stuff, uh, which, yeah, we, we've, we've been getting there. We're starting to kind of create some depth within our rep stuff now as well. Um, I wouldn't say we were the easy beats in the first couple of years, but um, it was always tough. Um, but probably last year was our, was our best year. We uh, ended up... Yeah, going through um, undefeated until we come up against Mighty Auckland in the last game and uh, had a good old battle. It was an awesome game. So, um, you know, uh, we have a lot of respect for Auckland and uh, what you guys are doing, setting the platform. So uh, we strive to obviously, uh, there's a few good matchups in these games with a couple of the Auckland teams uh, this week that I'm looking forward to seeing how to test our rugby against you guys. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. And um, so have you been involved um, playing, coaching, or what's your involvement being with 85s? So, so when 85 started off in counties, I wasn't, it was actually my first year not playing. Um, I wasn't, wasn't actually going to do anything, to be fair. Um, bit of a young family at the time. And um, just got asked by the club, Brad, do you want to be involved? And I thought, oh, I wasn't too sure how coaching would go, to be honest. Um, and I thought, oh, yeah, well, we'll give it a crack, you know. Uh, I think only Ferro were playing in the Waikato comp at the time and Ardmore Maris were actually playing up in your guys' comp. Um, so they obviously managed to drag those two teams back and then um, we had uh, Waiuku and Bombay with the other teams uh, to make up and cracker. So, um, yeah, we, we, we started off, shit, we would have been two weeks out from the competition and we sat in the changing sheets, probably with four guys sitting in the changing sheds 
four weeks, uh, yeah, two weeks out. And um, it was a tough start for the Patamahoe boys. We went, lost every single game in the first round and until we came up to only fair in our last game. And um, we won that and we went the rest of the season undefeated. And we actually went the following season completely undefeated and went uh, back to back. We actually went four titles in a row. Um, so coaching looked real sweet, <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be honest there. Um, but yeah, I've learned a lot over, over, uh, over the years, definitely. Um, the rep stuff is, is the one that um, we've been pushing quite hard because um, you do learn a lot when you get other players involved in your team and you go and you learn from other unions as well. So have learned a lot off um, Auckland, Waikato, North Harbour. Um, so yeah, yeah, man, so that, that was it. Actually, so I did the first four years, and then last year I coached Panamahoe Reserves, which we had a pretty successful year. We managed to get to the final, but got outdone by quite a well, a successful Ardmore team that had been undefeated. And then this year I was meant to just kind of chip away and help the boys out coach me, and actually ended up putting the boots on for for a few games, which was oh, was dusty. The body was not holding up, so COVID was quite a blessing, to be completely honest. But I don't think the body was going to get through a whole season, but um. Yeah, yeah, and then this, um, with this Barbarians um, New Zealand wide tournament, I think it's such a great opportunity for uh, the little guys, as you could say, to, to really um, showcase the rugby. So, yeah. Yeah, nice one. going to say, uh, where do you think like, the growth in players has come from? Do you think it's guys that, um, you know, coming from prems or, um, you know, coming from school, or have you managed to grow up to 19? Yeah, no, it's 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 been a bit of all sorts. Um, I'm gonna do a lot of work, not just as Patamahoe, but also with the counties boys as a plan to get into the schools, um, and just open that doorway for for the guys that you know not necessarily playing first fifteen. They might be playing weight restricted rugby, which we have down here in our high school systems, and um, you know seconds or thirds. You know, to just just to prove to those guys that they don't. Because we don't have an under-19s now. We've only got a 21s in county. So it's, you know, I remember, shit, I was 59 kilos coming or 60 kilos coming out of high school playing 19s, you know. It's a big jump. Uh, so it does throw a lot, and the studies have shown, you know, uh, New Zealand rugby's losing, I think, something like 50% of the players from high school to club rugby. So that's been a big push for a lot of the clubs around here. I guess we're like your Auckland community in 95s that, uh, County's 85's community knows everyone. It's a very tight knit community. Everyone gets along and knows what's going on. So yeah, that's that's been a big stepping stone. Um, I'd like to say that it's there's still a lot of old boys playing. I mean, um, you know, we've we've got a guy that's 44, 45 that plays. Um, you know, and other teams have a lot of the old boys playing, but the youth is what's going to keep it going forward. You know, yes, it is good having these prems guys. Uh, slash maybe reserves 21s boys coming and teaching the younger guys a bit of stuff but yeah I still think it, it, the inviting thing is is you sit down you have a beer in the changing sheds afterwards or the club rooms is what the, our club survives on is our 85s boys you know because they go to the club afterwards they drink the beers they socialise so yeah definitely a targeting thing for us yeah, nice. And I imagine there's probably a, a decent social scene around the 85s. You, I guess probably a few short bus trips around visiting a few various teams as well. Yeah, yeah, mate. The, the social side for under 85s is unreal, to be completely honest. It's probably a little bit too social sometimes. 
Um, but uh, it's what keeps us playing. You know, I, I, I enjoyed walking off the field and having a beer, you know, um, which the boys do. They, you know, play hard for 80 minutes. They deserve to have a beer afterwards. Uh, it's never forced upon, of course. And then, but uh, most of the guys are always pretty happy to do it. And the bus trips are the fun parts. You know, we got good trips to Beachlands now, Tikawata, uh, even just up the hill to Only Pharaoh's 25 minutes. So a lot can uh, happen in 25 minutes of bus trip. Yeah. Yeah. And um, obviously, I guess, just going, just going back a bit, but I'd say a highlight for you, obviously, the four-peat. It's pretty impressive. Four titles in a row. Yeah, mate. Yeah, would've, that was huge. Would have celebrated, yeah. celebrated accordingly. <laughs> Yeah, mate, it was um, it was unreal. We had such a such a great group group of lads back then. Um, I'd say Paddy's probably in its rebuilding phase a little bit at the moment because um, the first two years were really successful, um, and then the third and fourth we actually got a, quite a good group of young guys coming through, and some of them have actually pushed on to uh, play twenty ones because they just wanted to do a couple of years out of school or a year out of school. A few of them are playing prems now, which is really what I was aiming for to try and close that gap to say, oh, you just play 85s, you're not really going to go up that far. But we actually have had four guys represent our prems from 85s now, which is which is really cool. But yeah, the four-peat, mate, it was something special. You know, yeah, at the time it wasn't, but now I kind of look back and go, they were good days, yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, and I know you got, I guess maybe with a smaller competition and maybe just the way you've set it up, but a lot more movement between, I guess, up here um, in 85s. We probably, we do get a few Prems players that kind of finish their Premier playing days and then they kind of, I guess, come and have their twilight years in the, in the 85 grade. But um, you guys actually get a few guys moving in between. And, and look, I don't think it's a bad thing, but you got, you'll have a few. The county's teams won't be... Um, won't be uh what, how, how would i say it? they'll be strong basically they'll they would have filled their filled their rosters with a with a few decent players down those ways yeah 100 percent. like um we've always been open to i've tried to keep it under 85s for our rep stuff um but to be completely honest and and some of the pivotal positions is probably we don't get those prems guys coming back and playing um so we have looked outside the grade for probably last year was our most successful year in the 85 selection process with four guys from outside the grade which i was stoked with you know um i think that was and that was probably our best year and i probably learned a bit off that too because it's different footy and i've had premier boys come and play in our rep season previous years and there's no disrespect to them at all, but they've been terrible because um, it's you don't have people doing your job for you. You know, one to fifteen across the field has to do their job. You don't have big boys creating space for you. You don't have to just get the last pass and score the try. You have to work hard. You know, for eighty minutes really. Um, so, and I've actually had Prem's boys say to me, "Jesus Christ, that's unreal rugby. It's just intense eighty minutes." you know, and um, working your ass off, basically. So, which is, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. So, you know, I think this competition is going to push that even more. Like, you, obviously, Auckland, yeah, yeah, you guys have such an in-depth competition with so many teams. Um, uh, the population's obviously a, is, is a big thing too. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to say that we could get there one day. I don't think we'll get past nine teams, to be honest. Um, but I still think nine teams is a good competition. It's a good strength. But. Yeah, well, 100%. I mean, I think Waikato have got nine. I think we've only got yeah. 10. 
I think Wellington might have maybe. Yeah, I think Wellington might be still running two divs, so I think they're still yeah. um, do do pretty well. But um, yeah, it'd be good to see if um, the competition means that we have some other provinces popping up and and developing it because. Um, um, as good as the the road trip to to Taramanui was, um, a road trip to yeah down to Otago or Christchurch should probably go pretty well as well. Yeah, imagine you, you fly in fly out scenario probably from from the rugby union, but um, yeah, it'd be good fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to push the bullet option pretty hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually, Brad, I did have one thing to ask you. I got um, an anonymous tip off um, that we needed <laughs> we needed to ask you about. Um, you're obviously uh, by what you by what you've just said, you're a bit of a codehead. But um, we were we were told to ask you about your um, your wedding and where you got married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. Um, uh, you know, yeah, well, yeah, got a got a. I must uh, uh, plug my better half for this, but yeah, got got a lovely wife and um, we we've got a young family and we're just just about oh, we were just about to buy our first first house, so we were renting at the moment. Didn't have a lot of cash, so. She actually came up with the idea, mate, like, and it was, I just ran with it, you know, just did the old, yep, 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 sweet. So, yeah, we ended up getting married under the gold post on um, Padamahoe number one. So, yeah, mate, she was a Friday night just under the lights, a few photos, and then back to the rugby club for a few beers and hot pies and sausage rolls, and, yeah, had a live band, so it was bloody good. Yeah, that's an absolute ripper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Made the New Zealand Herald and got a bit of a plug on that. And then, um, yeah, mate. So yeah, it's bloody cool. Yeah, nice one. Real club man. <laughs> yeah, mate. Totally. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, I'll sweat. We'll, we'll we'll move along, but we'll um, we'll chat more code in a sec. But um, Smurf, I guess we should um, we should probably uh, run through the the Auckland um, Potty Awards that we announced in the last episode. Yeah, the much coveted. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'll just I'll just rip into them and um, I'll talk through a couple of the honourable mentions and read out the winners. Feel free to jump in where, where you like, Smith. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we've um, managed to through the sponsors get a few prizes as well for for some of the winners. So some very lucky people or teams out there. Yeah, nice. Hey, well, and, and thanks to everyone for sending in nominations. I think we got nominations from every team um, in one form or another. So it's pretty cool. But uh, first up, we had the. The Community Transmission Award for the hardest team to put away. Um, so I guess there's three real contenders here. We had um, the Taipans, um, we're just nominated for being pretty physical and pretty niggly. Um, the DCs for just being the DCs, um, pretty short nomination. But um, I think we can all agree um, the winner of the Community Transmission Award this year for hardest team to put away is the FARS. The nomination read a team that has similar traits to that of COVID. Popped up out of nowhere this season, caused a few upsets along the way, pushed teams for the 480 minutes. They're definitely on the rise with a few young fellas and obviously the pilot. Um, so, yeah, congrats to the FARS, um, the inaugural, yeah. inaugural award. And they've, uh, they've won a fully funded night out with Theo Gow. So I think that'll um, be, be something that they'll, they'll thoroughly enjoy. Hustlers were lucky enough to have him to their uh, dinner last year and it was somewhat of a fully funded night out with Theo Gow. I think the boys thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, well, congratulations. <laughs> um, next up, we had the, the Stephen Bradbury Award for the biggest upset of the year. Two real contenders here, um, one of them being old boys um, tipping up the Hustlers for the Space Shield, ending the Hustlers' run of, I think, 17 games on the trot. Great victory there, but um, overwhelming 
um, amount of nominations for the Fars over the Squids um, earlier in the season. So, Fars again, congratulations, picking up two out of two so far. Yeah, yeah, lucky, lucky them really. The um, I think that win sort of set the the whole um, season alight really because I think everyone loves a, an upset and you know particularly I think if the um, it's the Squids and the Hustlers getting tipped up, I think the the boys enjoy that as well. So they've actually uh, another sort of experience. They've actually won a brewery tour with Logan O'Connell from the Raiders. So yeah, yeah I think the end of season um, shindigs are, are pretty well sorted. Yeah, congratulations. Next award was the Mount Roskill Evangelical Award for Worst Discipline. Um, so yeah, plenty of plenty of nominations here. Um, Pekaranga picked up a few. Um, fair to say, the DCs picked up a couple. And they actually nominated themselves um, for referees hating them um, for, for probably obvious reasons. Um, and Joe Kaido got a nomination from the Maris mob, racking up two yellows and a red before breaking his thumb. But I think the, the, this award winner um, is going to go to Stephen Arnold um, from Pakaringa, coach. The nomination read, constantly betting on games and using cruisers and incentive to get players to training. Um, so, look, in true 85 spirit, congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, it probably, you know, they, they probably had a, a few tards and a, 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 I think a cheeky red and it yeah, probably comes from the management and I think they've got dirtier this year with Stephen's involvement. So, yeah, so, so definitely Steve there. And uh, he's actually won a dinner out with um, a couple of the, the two nicest blokes, I think, in 85s and um, Tom Northcote and uh, Sam Knowles. So hopefully, you know, uh, a dinner out there and um, Steve will be paying for it. So, you know, might learn a few lessons, might tidy his act up a little bit. Yeah, nice. Um, and then next up, we had the Elimination Award for Moment of the Year. Um, three contenders here, really. Um, we've already um, read out one of them, the, the Pekaringa bloke who uh, had a runaway, runaway try and scored over the dead ball line. Um, the second um, was just a nomination for the pilot. Um, just, just for, just for, I guess, his, um, his increase in profile this year. Um, name still anonymous. Um, but we couldn't go past uh, the Maris mob getting their first W of the season. Um, got, their, got their team back on the field this year, um, toiled away all year. And I think they must have picked up that win in the last competition game of the round, I think. Um, so congrats to Maris for that one. Yeah, and they started building. Um, and I think they're um, excited to see how they get next year. They got the guys back. I think um, Josh and Robbie have sort of got a good crew there, um, pretty passionate about 85s. So, um, yeah, it's moment of the year. They actually win a, a day out with Gulls management. So they sort of get the full experience. You know, a few line-outs with, with Teddy, some scrums with Dave, probably getting um, to the event sort of three or four hours earlier with Braids. And not really sure what I'll bring. Bit of shit chat, maybe, but... Uh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, sounds about right, mate. <laughs> and then we had the Auckland Glass Award for the most injured player. Three of these players were, were squids, actually nominated from other teams. Um, Tom Pavlitich, um, Jamie Fally for playing probably about 30 seconds this year. Um, the only non-squids player to be nominated was Matt Turner. Apparently been carrying a quad injury for about three years now. But for the most nominations, uh, has to go to Zeb Lungikuro, uh, skipper of the squids. Um, managed to do his ACL and meniscus uh, without being touched in about 30 seconds into the, the game against the DC. So, uh, yeah, he's got that one well and truly. Daylight second. So, congratulations, Zeb. 
Well, I still enjoy that he still gets named off-field skipper, um, and I hope he's still involved in the the pre-game pre-game speeches because uh, he does them real well. So he's actually probably won probably one of the the coveted prizes, and that's actually a clothes shower experience with James Oliver, um, oh. which yeah, um, I'm sure um, Zeb will enjoy. Very nice. Um, and next up, second to last award, we had the Coronavirus Award for the best newcomer. Uh, a couple of nominations here. We had, uh, first of all, the pilot. Um, where did he come from? No one knows, but boy, he's hard to miss. Um, but unfortunately, we had to disqualify the pilot because apparently he did play in 2019. Um, so we've got a winner, and the winner is Connor, um, the lock with the mullet from the Raiders. Um, big impact in appearance and style of play for a 19-year-old. The Raiders apparently saw an increase in fan base uh, with age range of 18 to 24 on Instagram when he featured in a social media post. So, as they said, good exposure for the grade to a demographic that is most risk of not playing rugby post high school. Um, so, he's doing a good job, good doing a good job for the grade and rugby as a whole. So, um, congratulations, Connor. And a great haircut as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought probably a fitting award for, for one of the, the new dogs is um, uh, get him out fishing with, with one of the old dogs. So, yeah, Jamie Farley's going to take him on a fishing experience. Ah, oh, perfect. He'll love that. Won't catch many fish, but I'm sure we have a good day out. Probably some good 80s music, though. Yeah, hope he can back a trailer. And then the final award, the Dr. Ashley Bloomfield Award for Player of the Year. Again, the pilot got a, a few uh, token nominations, but um, we couldn't give it to him because we don't actually know his name. Um, Don Bolton got nominated from the Squids. Uh, Zeb Langekoro got nominated from the Squids as well. Um, but the winner, um, overwhelming responses for James Murray, 10 for the Hustlers. Um, he's played probably, what, 95% of the minutes this year. Um, goes pretty good, all-round skill set. Um, so, yeah, congratulations, Jimmy. Yeah, good stuff. Bloody sharp player. First, certainly the first player that goes down on our team sheet. Um, so, yeah, he's actually won a, a private flight with the pilot. So, um, yeah, um, one of his tricks will be tracking down who the actual pilot is to claim his prize. But, uh, yeah, it should be good fun. Yeah, nice. Very good. All right. Well, um, those are the awards, and uh, you can contact Smurf to, to claim all your prizes. Um, and if they are, if the, if the prizes do fall through, we'll uh, we'll talk to our sponsor Space and see if we can uh, sort out a merch pack for you. Uh, but congratulations to all our prize winners. Uh, but yeah, next up, um, as as we usually do, we'll do a bit of a preview of the week coming up. Uh, we'll have it. We 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 can have a quick guess at uh, how some of these games are going to go. Um, Smurf. And myself can, I guess, just pass no comments if we actually don't know either of the teams. Um, and Brad, you can be the same as well. Um, but we'll just rattle through them quickly. And uh, we do have a bit of intel. Let's uh, let's hear it. Um, but first up, um, we're in the northern section, we've uh, got Pukekohe versus Eden Lizards. So Puki finished second in counties. Eden finished fourth in Auckland. Um, that's down your ways, I believe, Brad. Yeah, mate, at Conlory and Puki, that'd be a good game. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what do you, what do you make of Pocky this uh, the stage of the season? Yeah, I think just from what I've heard, um, I think yeah, Pocky. I think Pocky will get up on that one. Yeah, from what I've heard, but yeah, never doubt an Auckland team, mate. Yeah, yeah. Draft, coming down the motorway. Drafted, drafted in a few players from um, from the prem teams and stuff. Do you think or? Yeah, yeah. They in that. In that kind of 40-minute window that we saw them play in the weekend, they looked pretty sharp. Um, they got good coach, uh, Michael Porter. 
yeah, just just got some good experience across the field. But hey, I mean, anything can happen on the day down down here in Pukekohe. So um, whatever team shows up, yeah, be a good battle. Yeah. What's the what's the deck like at Colin Laurie? Mate, she's immaculate down here. We've had bugger all rain. Well, I'm saying that we've had a bit this week, but now the the tracks are looking real good, mate. Um, it'll be uh, good running football because the forecast for Saturday looks pretty good. So yeah, should be sharp. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how the lizards pull up. Traditionally, not really an expensive team, but they have been a little bit more this season. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go. They, they've, they've gone pretty good this year. Pushed most teams pretty close. So. Looking forward to seeing the results of that one. Next up, we've got Papakura versus GTEC. So Papakura finished third in, in counties and GTEC finished third in Auckland. Thoughts on that one, Brad? That'll be close. Yeah, that was the one that I marked uh, from seeing footage from Grammar Tech and what I know of Papakura. I reckon that will be hard for Papakura. It'll be um, just my insight knowledge, inside knowledge, that will be a battle. Yeah, a big yeah. battle. GTEC traditionally yeah. kind of pretty pretty grunty pack, play pretty yeah. pretty physical footy. Is that how's that going to play into to, to Papakura? That's exactly how Papakura plays. Oh great, great! It'll Gen- be a bloody good battle. Genuine arm wrestle. Looking forward yeah. to it. Well, probably not much of a spectacle, but um, be good for the pure. Yeah, it's a bit of a throwback out at Cornwall Park. No idea what um, what that deck's um, doing, but yeah, we play. I certainly haven't played in Cornwall Park since the since the merger, so yeah, be interesting to see what that's like. I don't remember it being uh, hard and fast, so it might just suit the um, the battle that's about to ensure. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got uh, Peter Mahoey versus Messi. Uh, Peter Mahoey, you boys finished fourth. Brad, Messi finished second. Harbour. What do you what do you reckon? How how are the boys looking? Yeah, yeah, we're we're okay. It, it, it'll be it'll be a good battle. We're at home, which is always a bonus, I reckon. Um, we scraped together twenty two guys that can do the job. Um, I watched a bit of footage on Messi from last year's final. I understand they were in the final last year, so um, whether the team's much the same because anything can happen. But yeah, I don't know. The boys just got to show up basically. Um, play some code on number one at Petty. The field's mint. They haven't painted the lines yet, so I hope that gets painted by Bay Saturday because that could be a hell of a hell of a problem. But um, yeah, she'll be a she'll be a close one. Yeah, yeah. We we played them in uh, at the tens tournament in Morrinsville last year, I think, in the final. They certainly they had some good ball runners. Yeah, um, certainly some guys that were pretty elusive in a tens game. So be pretty interesting how it goes. But it'll be pretty interesting, I think, just to see what the the differences between the, the grades as well, because you don't really know. Um, I mean, the only thing you've really got to, to go on is sort of the, the rep seasons. And, um, you know, you guys had a good win against Harbour last year from memory. So, yeah, be interesting to see the results. Yeah. You guys finished fourth in your competition, just where it finished. Brad, was that kind of reflective of how you guys were kind of matched up? Or do you think you're better than that? Nah, I, I think it's 100%, Dave. Um, there was into that last game, we still had one more round robin game where we had uh, only Ferro up on the hill. And um, if games went up, didn't go, if games went our way, we could have ended up finishing third or equal second with Pookie because they had a bye in the last round. But to be completely honest, um, we didn't deserve to be higher than fourth. Yeah. yeah. And, and why, why are you obviously finished first? They've got a bye this week. Yep. Um, yep. Are they, were they out and out the strongest team this year down there? 
Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yep, they deserve their posse as undefeated. At pretty, I actually, did feel sorry for them because, um, you know, probably three years ago they were the easy beats in the grade, and um, they've actually created a real good team culture, a good good team out there. Um, whether it helps, they've only got a twenty ones in the prem team now. Um, so whether that helps them, I'm not too sure, but they were definitely out and out the best team by far this year. Um, so yeah, whoever they get in that second round, uh, hopefully it's not us if we get through, but um, it'll be a good test. Did anyone did anyone push Waioku close this year? No. No. Okay. No, man. No. Well, we've got a, a cheeky game of three halves on the weekend with um, with with the squids and Waioku, so that should be good fun. Yeah, uh, that'll be awesome. I think, I think there'll be some, some sore rigs on Sunday, but uh, won't be my rig. <laughs> Can't be mine either. Hey, I'll get on the field. I'll get on the field if you do, Smith. <laughs> I think we'll just have a beer in the change rooms afterwards. <laughs> um, and the final game in the northern region um, is East Coast Bays, who finished first in Harbour, playing Karaka, who finished fifth in Counties. Um, somehow Karaka got the home game there, even though East Coast Bays finished first. But uh, so be it. How, how Smith, you played Cracker in the weekend, and Brad, you obviously know a bit about them. Um, probably a few ring-ins, fair to say, this weekend. How do you reckon they'll shape up? Yeah, sort of hard to tell, really, because um, we've only ever really played them either as sort of the first game of the season or, or um, yeah, the game last year. So I haven't really seen them uh, last week, sorry. So it's a little bit hard to, hard to tell, a little bit hard to tell which... Uh, Guys that they had on Saturday are likely to, to drop a few kegs and hit the 85 kilo limit. So, but yeah, there was only a try in it on the weekend. So, um, yeah, had an electric fullback. It was lightning. Um, we kicked it down his throat far too many times, but yeah, he lit us up. Yeah, nice. Any, what are you, any thoughts on Cracker Bread? Yeah, they're, they're just a niggly team. Like, um, you can't take them lightly. So, yeah, I, I, again, I think it's just, you know, that whole knockout one off game. It's who shows up on the day, eh? If those boys that Nate said that was playing can get underweight, then um, should be a good test because I know the East Coast Bay team's a good team. So. Yeah, nice. Um, so that's the northern section. And then the southern section, I don't, I don't even know if we'll actually bother really to get your guys' thoughts because I don't imagine you guys know too much. But if you do, yell out. But we've got Fraser Tech from Waikato playing Eastbourne. Um, that's basically third versus second. Um, that's yeah, I think Fraser... Fraser Tech was in the final, I think. So they, um, yeah. yeah, and they, I think they, it was. Um, I actually watched a bit of it on um, um, on on Facebook, and yeah, it was a pretty tight game. And I think it was only really lead changed um, hands a couple of times the last ten minutes. So they looked pretty hard to, to put away, pretty gritty. So I got no no idea about Eastbourne um, apart from um, Casey and our team um, played for them. Um, so he rates them. So yeah, yeah. see what happens. Um, and then we've got um, Hamilton Maris versus Avalon. I think these these rankings were actually done before the um, the final. So Her Hamilton Maris actually ended up finishing second in the Waikato. Um, they didn't actually end up playing in the final, I don't believe. We played them pre-season um, as well. Don't know a whole heap um, about Avalon, but time will tell on that one. That's on Owen Delaney as well. How good. And then we've got Morrinsville, who finished first in the Waikato, playing Paniki, who finished fifth in Wellington. Again, not too sure on that one. I'd say Morrinsville would probably, you probably have to tip there. Um, they've been pretty strong for a couple of years now. I don't know if you guys have talked to, to Lucas down at, at Morrinsville, either of you, Smurf? Yeah, I think they're pretty fizzed up. I think they've got their prize giving as well. Um, 
I just noticed that as it's being played at Onifero, so that sort of um, I think reminds me of um, when we were supposed to play in Tikawiti and had to go that extra hour to Taranui. So maybe just get the get the boys from Wellington just just tricking a little bit more. Yeah, nice, good ploy. Playing at altitude up there too, mate, up on the hill in Onifero. He can be uh, blind one way, and, and ten minutes later she's blind the other way. So uh, look at my uh, might actually play in the hands of the Wellington boys. Interesting. Mm. Um, and then the Wellington uh, team that finished fourth have actually got a bye to the quarterfinals. And I actually can't see the Wellington team, the Upper Hutt Rams. Doesn't, they don't appear to be on the draw that I'm looking at, unless you guys can see them. No, so I think one of the teams pulled out. So potentially oh. it, was, it, was, it was them. But uh, don't have any oil on that. Yeah, they were, I, I understand they were unbeaten all year and then won the final. Maybe they, uh, they were too scared to lose their mental, perhaps. Or or a hell of a end of season do. Yeah, yeah, a couple of injuries. Mad Monday. Yeah, fair enough. All good. Sweet. Well, yeah, looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds this weekend. Um, we'll have a little bit more oil for next week. Hopefully there's a, a bit of video floating around of a few of the games so we can have a little bit of a browse. Um, but we'll move along to the, the spate-sponsored segment, Brad. Get you in the hot seat. I'm sure you'll have some different answers to our usual guests being from... Uh, out of region, which will be cool. Um, so you've seen the questions, we'll just rattle through them. Uh, so where's the best ground to play down in counties or where's the best ground you've played 85's rugby? I have to be Paddy, is, is the best in counties. Um, but I must admit where we played Auckland last year, um, it was nice. She was a lovely field, I'll tell you that. Big, nice, deep uh, in goals. You yeah. could never kick the ball dead on that one. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's no coincidence that's a common answer, is it? Great field. Uh, what about the worst ground down there? There's any shockers? Up on the hill, uh, Bombay. Um, Jesus, man. It, it, it's literally sometimes the rain can be sideways into your face. Um, you can just about kick the ball and it comes back to you on some lovely uh, winter's day. But um, for some reason, whenever you play Bombay up there, they just get up. Eh? It doesn't matter where they are on the table. It's just there. Their patch, so yeah, that's a toughie up there. Nasty. Um, what about the best uh, best on-field play either you've played against or you've um, coached against? In counties? Yeah. Um, it's a bit tricky. Like um, We've had a calibre of guys across. There's a guy that played Lucy for us. You guys might remember him um, for counties last year, Cam Kennedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just what you want in a guy doesn't respect his body at all, just hits everything, just busy across the field. And if you ever try to take him off, you won't because he looks at you like he'll bloody kill you. So just one of those guys, you know, I always have high respects for those. You can have all the flashy backs and all the pretty boys, but um, love a good hard, hard-working lock or um, Lucy man. Yeah. What about best off-field player? There must be a couple of them down in the 85 grade. Yeah, there's a couple of good lads, eh, um, off the field that mix them in. Matty Kerr, um, he's a good lad from Cracker. Um, he's a good boy. Uh, Scotty Hoops from Pukekohe, he's another good lad. Always love a beer with those boys. Um, you actually had the honour of him this year, and I'll give him a plug, Michael Schofield. He uh, loves it, loves it, loves to get a team bonding session together off the field. So, um, yeah, those boys are good lads to have a beer with. Is that Michael Schofield who's been playing for the Dets? Yeah, it's him. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. What about the biggest grub you played against down there? Old boys? 
Yeah, old boy is an old boy from only Ferro. Um, he loves loves uh, loves a bit of dirty stuff on the ground. Um, keeps it on the field though, eh? Which is the main thing. So it's always uh, shake hands and have a beer afterwards. Um, is he into kind of like your fish hooking and that sort of stuff? Oh yeah, there's been a few reports. He's <laughs> he's had a few go back and forwards with a couple of. Uh, boys over the years which is it's, it's always fun to go we actually had a guy the first year um peachy was his name he played um hooker i think it was for bombay oh man yeah you just if you ever got him on the ground you'd want to be on top not underneath i tell you that <laughs> nice um and what about the best club room for a post-match beer apart from your own i'd have to say only fair only fair is always a good one um it always takes a bit for the boys to get up to get up there because it's 25 minutes to get up the hill but yeah yeah you start a few frothies afterwards with the boys and then um the bus trip home is always well worth it yeah cool nice very good all right well that's a that's a wrap on that thanks for, for giving us a little bit of insight into the, the 85s grade down in counties but good to have you on pleasure pretty, pretty impressive uh, where you've where you guys have managed to get the grade to um nine teams and what five six years you said it's pretty cool um so Looking forward to a few more, few more battles over the next next few seasons, and hopefully we um, might run into each other in this knockout comp as well with Peter Mahoe and Varsity or the Hustlers. Yeah, mate, no, it's a pleasure. Thank you, boys. Yeah, and Smurf, you've got uh, got anything for us to sign off with? No, not really. Just looking forward to um, seeing some some comp results um, this weekend, and pretty excited to have a hit out with the Squiddies as well. We've sort of been. Uh, hang out for it for, for the whole year to, to sort of uh, get a few touches and um, rip into each other. So, um, yeah, I think we might be first up into each other on, on, on Saturday in the, the game of three halves, so should be good fun. Yeah, nice. Very good. All right. Well, um, you guys enjoy the rest of your week and uh, good luck for the weekend and uh, hopefully everyone's still alive in the comp next week. Well, us squids and hustlers will be, but um, good luck this weekend, Brad, and uh, hope you guys love to, love to see the next round. Thank you, boys, eh? and thanks for having me on anytime, eh?